How are we doing today, ladies and gentlemen? This is Pack Center, your one-stop shop for all things Pack Sports. I am your host, Austin Paschke, joined by my co-host, like always, Tyler Seth. Today is a very special episode. It is a bye week for football, so while there is no football on campus, sports are still playing. It's still going on. Things are still happening. Volleyball is off to their best record since 2001, 11-3. They are currently 1-1 in conference, and they travel today to Boise State at 6 p.m. to face on the Broncos, and then they also play Saturday at Utah State at 11 a.m. It's a a good season to be a Wolfpack volleyball fan, and we were lucky enough to sit down with Coach Lee Nelson. We discussed this incredibly hot start to the season. We discussed why they dominate the non-conference every single season and his expectations for the time to come and what we can look forward to as Pack fans. We want to thank Coach Lee Nelson so much for coming on the show and enjoy the interview, Wolfpack fans. Coach Lee Nelson, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Very much appreciate it. Um, So we'll just get right into it. So now that all of non-conference is in the book, two games of conference play has been played. How are the play- players feeling right now? I think pretty good. Um, last year at this point, we had already had a number of injuries, and we're kind of trying to coddle a lineup together. And right now we have a ton of depth, some good people sitting on the bench uh, that give us real good practices. So I feel that we're usually pretty well prepared when we uh, compete against the teams we're going against. So I think they're feeling pretty good. Um, that's the first time I've beat San Diego State since I've been here. Um, so I know it's the first time any of the players that are here have beat them. Um, so I think they were pretty fired up. And that's a good San Diego State team. So Definitely. that was a, a good win for us. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, two years starting the season incredibly hot. Uh, how is this season um, similar to last season? But how is this season kind of unlike last season as well? Yeah, some of the similarities. We did start pretty good last year as well. Um, a lot of the returners were a part of both teams, obviously. Um, so I think we start out pretty pretty well, but then a lot of people got hurt. Um, but so that's one major difference. But another difference is the culture is just much healthier and um, more unified this year than it ever was last year. Um, so I think that has helped us a ton too. So we're healthy and everybody's pretty much on the same page, kind of um, allowing us to um, work hard together and, and have success as a team as opposed to last year was a little bit more individual, individualistic, I think, as a par- comparison to this year. Definitely. Yeah. Nice. Um, so talking about your previous experience, you've had a couple different stops and then your playing experience as well. Uh, how can you kind of translate that experience to now where you're at here in Nevada? Yeah, I think we're all a product of our experiences, right? So uh, my playing experiences, that was quite a while ago, so it's a little tough to relate that to the players of, hey, this or that, because um, the game's evolved. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody's a much better athlete now than they were when I played. Um, but you still remember, as a player, the grind, your body breaking down, you know, missing tests, uh, back-to-back matches, road trips, two weeks, weekends in a row or three weekends in a row. And I think that part from my playing experience is still the same, so I try and incorporate that uh, how we train and, and practice and uh, try and be cognizant of all the other stuff that they're dealing with they have pretty full plates on yeah. outside of just volleyball mm-hmm. um, 
so and and just coaching I've been lucky enough to coach some some pretty good teams and um, so I always have that in kind of that goal in my mind of hey let's get towards winning conferences and getting to the NC2A tournament and doing that stuff because that's such a fun experience for the team so it's a, I think a realistic goal for us to build here at Nevada um, so I think those experiences have helped me kind of set some of our goals whether it's this year or next year or the year after I don't know but um, we certainly want to do that stuff because it's such a, a, a cool part yeah, uh, of the experience um, so you've had great success here in Nevada over the past five years. This season might be setting up for the most successful, however. So how do you, like, what do you most contribute your success to? Um, you know, that that's a good question. Um, building stuff like culture takes time and you have bumps in the road. Um, I think I've learned a lot about the kind of player I want to recruit here over the five years I've been here, or four and a half, whatever it is now. Um, about really trying to get players that want to be here and are motivated and, and motivated for their team um, and are going to be good co- contributors whether they're starting or not. Um, so I think that's helped us as we brought players in that are more like that. Um, but I think, you know, we've got two new assistants this year who have, who have both brought great energy and, and ideas. And um, I think that helped us kind of uh, kind of lit a spark for us as well, that they've both come in and have been really fired up and motivated and brought a ton of energy. Um, I miss the assistants that were here before. They were both really good, but uh, sometimes change is good. And I think uh, even though we do miss them, the new ones, the new assistants, both Corinne and Jackson, have been, have been really good at what they're doing. And I think that's helped us a lot, too. It's a kind of just a new energy. Um, for the players. They're not seeing the same three coaches all the time that they've seen their whole career. They're hearing some of the same stuff, but maybe a little bit differently. Um, and then just some of the maturity with some of our younger players getting older and really taking on some leadership roles that they didn't have before and kind of helping set the course in a, um, them driving the bus instead of instead of the coaches. And I think that's been a, been a big part of it too. Yeah, you have some younger players on the team, like Cindy Peterson's absolutely stepping up right now. Mm-hmm. But you have um, some older leaders such as Kayla Foa, Brianna Sosa, Dalen Burns, how do they help the rest of the team succeed? Um, well, yeah, I think starting with Sydney, um, she came in and, and just is kind of a worker. I mean, she's she's obviously physically talented, but she just kind of a blue collar. Let's get let's get it done. Doesn't take plays off, and we knew that about her. That's part of why we recruited her. She's also a physical talent, so I think that's helped her a bunch. She just kind of jumped in and said, "What do I got to do?" And, and has done it. Um, and then you talked about Bree Souza. She had ACL surgery two years ago, so last year she redshirted. I think she's just so fired up to be on the court and contributing again instead of just doing rehab. Um, and then she's just a, a pretty upbeat person to begin with. I think that's just kind of infectious. Um, and then Afoa is kind of a quiet leader for us. She just kind of she does what she needs to do, and she what she needs to do is just kind of everything for us, right? She's our one of our key passers, a defender, one of our best servers, one of our best blockers. She had a great attacking match. I mean, she literally is involved in everything um and then dalen you know the, that window closes for her in a in a few months right she's got about two months left of her college career um, before she goes off and you know lights the world on fire as a mechanical engineer hopefully not literally right <laughs> yeah. um, in that position but uh so she she i think has kind of found her voice a little bit over the over the time uh, that she's been
been here and we've had other people that have contributed as well Ryan Blackwood is a JC uh, Labrador who's come in who's um, even though she struggled against Fresno really bounced back and played really well against uh, San Diego and they all have kind of different leadership styles and and ultimately I think we have a number of leaders on this team that are starting to work together and uh, they're all kind of reading from the, the same same page yeah. which helps us a bunch yeah, yeah. so Last season, non-conference killed it. This season, non-conference killed it. So is it just like a given now that you guys are just going to kill the non-conference every season? never a given. Every it's, single it's, season. Even uh, each match is never a given, right? I never uh, know exactly which team is going to show up, right? And um, and that's, I think, somewhat normal. You look at even the great teams in pro sports, you know, they don't win every match or every game. Uh, sometimes they get be- beat by teams that aren't as good or are beat by teams that play harder. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing ever a given, right? So uh, I have no idea what next preseason's going to be like. Uh, you know, we live a pretty short time span here when, once we're in season. We're thinking just that week and sometimes just that day. So, um, but, yeah, I feel like we learned a lot this preseason, beat some good teams on their home floor on the road, which is bodes well for, for um, this season because there's a lot of good teams in our conference I think we can compete with on their home floors, which maybe in the past I'm not sure if we were ready to do that. So... So being in a place for five years is pretty exciting because you get to watch kind of your recruiting class that you first recruited kind of move up in the ranks and become upperclassmen. Um, I know you kind of touched on it earlier, but how was that kind of seeing the girls grow up in your eyes and um, grow as players and people as well? Yeah, well, that's one of the neatest parts of the job. You know, um, I think volleyball itself isn't that complicated to coach. Um, I mean, there's certain rules. Once you know the rules and have a certain number of drills, you can coach the sport. Um, the hard part is the people, yeah. right? And, and understanding what kind of player you want to recruit that's going to work for your program and your culture. Um, and then uh, kind of always reevaluating that as you go through it. Like, yep, we screwed up on that one. Or, yeah, wow, she was a home run. We weren't sure about her. You know, how can we get more like her? Um, and, yeah, so watching your recruiting class come in and, and see them as, as freshmen and trying to figure it out to seniors where they're helping the others, that's one of the most gratifying parts of it. So um, I love seeing that evolution. It's kind of crazy as I look at Dalen as she's a senior that she wasn't here my first year, right? She was recruited by us, so she came in my second to, to see her now as that senior setter kind of, you know, having the input. Uh, verbally as opposed to just kind of technique wise or on the court is is pretty neat part of it and then what do you kind of like try to focus on when you are recruiting players for Nevada well there's the the easy stuff right the talent like how good are they going to be as they go forward you know do they have uh, what's their upsides the term we use a lot so we have a red shirt um, Savannah Maker who you know she's pretty thin but she's about 6'4 6'3 I don't know she might still be growing Um, she wasn't playing at a great level with her club team, um, but she looked like a real coachable, real hardworking player. Uh, and on occasion, she had a pretty good shot, even though it wasn't that consistent. So with a player like that, we kind of look at where she's going to be like when she's 20, as opposed to where she's at when she's 16 or 17. So that's part of it. And then people that want to be a part of Nevada. I mean, we get them on campus and show them what a special place this is and people that want to be good teammates and support their teammate, whether they're in there or not. Uh, they're open to coaching and not feel like they already have it all figured out um, and then want to try and build something here um, special. And so all those pieces end up, it's kind of hard to always know that. Uh, you watch them a few times, you meet them on a visit, you talk to them on the phone to know all those details in someone that's 17 or 16. Um, but those are some of the keys we're looking at. 
when you were talking, uh, you were talking about goals a little bit earlier. Um, so when you came in, uh, looking at the program, kind of goal-wise, do you think you've met all the goals that you kind of set for yourself in the beginning, or do you think there's a lot more potential for? Oh, there's a lot of goals we have not met. You know, um, being able to sit with the team and, and see Nevada come up on ESPN when we're going to play somewhere in the NCAA tournament. That's one of the huge goals for us because that's kind of an iconic moment, I think, as a college player to see your team name come up on a national television telling you where you're going to play in the NCAA tournament, and we haven't had that yet. And so that's a real big one. Um, it's hard to focus on that because you need to focus on the day-to-day stuff, but um, but that's a big one for sure. I'd love to compete for a conference championship, which is very challenging. Colorado State this year, I, you know, I think they, I don't know what they are this week, but they were 17 or something last week. So uh, that means getting by them. And there's a lot of other good teams that we have to get by before we even uh, are knocking on that door. Um, and we'll find out a lot this Thursday when we play a real good Boise team at Boise. So, no, I think we've met some, but there's a ton of goals that we haven't met. But um, if you met all, all your goals, then you set your goals were too easy. So, yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, so you guys have been away a lot this season. You guys finally got to come home. You guys played uh, Cal Baptist, Southern Utah, Gonzaga, and then just um, on you guys played San Diego State as well at home. How? What does it mean finally coming home, playing in front of your home crowd, and getting uh, four wins at home? Yeah, uh, it means a lot. So. Um, you know, you can't be good unless you learn how to win on the road. And um, I think it was important for us to, to go do that and kind of get challenged. And I thought we responded really well, um, you know, beating Sac State at Sac State, beating Portland State at Portland State, uh, beating San Francisco at San Francisco. So those are all three good wins on the road at, on another team's uh, floor. Uh, but it is nice to come home. One, you sleep in your own bed. You eat at the restaurants you always eat at. Your players get to go to school. And you get to see great turnout from your fans. You know, there was, I think I saw at least five five other sports that were out there cheering our players on. Um, you know, it's neat to see our side out group there. Finally, they get a chance to see us play. And there is a certain uh, kind of warmth that comes from the crowd when, you know, and that gym's pretty, in, you know, intimate. Yeah. Um, it's a fun place to play. And when we're playing well against a good team, uh, you can see the fans totally getting into it. And it, it becomes a, a special kind of um, event for us. So we love the challenge of, of playing on the, on the road and beating a good team. But it is always nice to come back and kind of into the arms of Virginia Street Gym. Right. And, and uh, we embrace that absolutely. And then going into to this tough uh, conference schedule, um, how does does an eleven and three record surprise you at all? Or I mean, um, I, I don't know how to answer that in the sense that um, my expectations. I'm not counting our matches of I think we're going to be this or we're, I expect us to be, you know, ten and two out of preseason or you know eight and four or whatever it is. Um, I'm not a great kind of visionary with that type of stuff. I'm much more a meat and potatoes day to day kind of let's let's get it working today so that tomorrow we're a little bit better. Um, so I guess yes in some ways and no in some ways. Um, I thought there were a lot of teams we could beat on that schedule, um, but I also saw some real good teams that could have beat us. You know that we ended up competing with and beating. Um, Sac State has had our number a few times. Portland State has beat on us like a drum the last few times we played them. So beating them up there with a they're young but they're a good team and we never really let them get their momentum so um so a little bit yes a little bit no yeah is that it we're good yeah i think awesome thanks coach i appreciate it so much